Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Monster on the hill. Hello, welcome back. Somebody Thank you for send listening. help. Donna's Uh-oh. off today. I'm not off. You're I'm fine. Off. I got a good night's rest. I'm a little tired, so sue me. Got my iced coffee here. It's all good, bruh. <laughs> you came in and you said about the iced coffee. I don't even want this thing, but I ordered it, so I feel like I have to drink it because I need it. Not exactly how the conversation went, but whatever. You're like a, um, I feel like I'm dealing with an iPhone battery after it goes from green. Now it's red and it's like we're in our 20% countdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that means apps are working a little slower. It's trying to conserve energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's what I I feel like I'm dealing with. By the way, I could use a new phone. Really? I'm ready for a new phone. How long have you had it? That's personal, but it will be two years this September. How often do you replace? Usually every two years. I'm getting a little sick of this scam, you know? I really am. Is it a lack of sleep talking? If I'm paying $1,000 for a phone... It better last at least five years. You know, your voice, you're you're not wrong, Queen. Hashtag slay, Queen. Thank you. It would be cool to have every man and every woman, someone representing just us at these big, fancy conventions yes, that yes. Apple does. Because, you know, that room is filled with a bunch of like, oh, new, new yeah. updating system, whatever. Ooh, I got I'm going to wait online at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and then they're really? writing their blogs like, the okay. new operating system is mind-melting. <laughs> so these people are jammed in there. They need somebody to be like, uh, yeah, we'll take a question from the back. Yeah, how come the battery sucks pretty quick yes. and stuff stops working? Yes, yes, yes. Um, why does autocorrect suck super hard? Yes. I'll hang up and listen. Yes. That's, they need to deal with real people who are customers, who are paying customers. Agree. Pushing back and just saying, we got to talk about a couple of things. Because uh, I don't care if it's iOS 26.2, whatever, yeah. okay? As soon as your phone is paid off, I guarantee you it is set up so that it <laughs> stops working. There was that thing that came out a couple of years ago. I once said in an office, I used to be, actually I haven't mentioned this in a while, a major local television star. <laughs> and so I worked at Twin Cities Live. And there was a day that I was in there and I was like, I have this feeling that they once they send out these updates, it starts slowing you down and your battery gets worse and they're just trying to get you to buy a phone again. And then we found out that there was like some antitrust situation where when these updates were coming through, in some cases, the battery um, was like slowing down. The phone started working worse and right. people, yeah. techie people, figured it out and were like, dude, what gives? Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Oh, because I said you were like working with an old phone. That is exactly today. A right. slow working. Yes. The battery is draining. We need to really. So it's like when your phone, you don't have a charger. Right, right, right. I need a charger. And but and I need to be very <laughs> cognizant of when I really try to draw power from Donna this morning. Right, 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 right. She's, like don't open too many windows on me. 
That's exactly right. Because <laughs> something's going to freeze up, and then yeah. I'll finish saying something, and then I'll say Donna, and it'll be, what's up, bro? Okay. Well, we've the phone has crashed. We're in a full lock. I'm going to slide the SOS button. By the way, pretty impressed that I haven't uh, ever fully connected on an emergency call. Because on your iPhone, you can sort of double-click your way into that kind of quickly where you're like, oh, my God, no, don't call the authorities right now. I don't know how it got there. You know what I'm talking about? Not really. Okay, so we're going to need a charger. (laughs) It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This This is the beat. You guys like Pink Floyd? Sure. Yeah. They're fine. I know some of their songs. We don't need no education. Yes, The Wall. Sure. Classic album. Dark Side of the Moon. Classic. Yeah, that album was on the charts for years and years and years. But to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the album, The Dark Side of the Moon, Roger Waters decided to re-record it. This isn't to replace the old one, but he's just putting out these new versions of songs. Now, you familiar with the song? Money. Yeah. Good song. That's it. Okay, that's for little Bob Dylan, but that's fine. Okay, uh, here's what he did with the new version of Money. I mean, if this is for, like, the Calm Sleep app, maybe. Yeah, post-op as people come to. (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah. a very listen it's just helped okay the new, how the yes, old version goes? yes yeah all right all right that is terrible ob- objectively just a bad version of that song yeah and mr waters or is he a sir did they sir him oh he might be a sir roger waters i don't believe so but you can do it if you want sir we appreciate and honor you but let's stick to the original okay thank you Yes, yeah. better, better. Much better. You yeah. I'm going to put it down. It's explicit, and I don't know oh, which part is okay. explicit. All right, so. got it, got it. <laughs> go and okay. drop that. All right, fine. Uh, okay, so, Mike, I know you went to see Barbie and Oppenheimer. We're going to yep. get your review coming up at 11 o'clock. Cool. What did you think of the music? Music was incredible. Really? For Oppenheimer. No, I'm just kidding. For Barbie, yes. The music, <laughs> music was great. It was uh, uh, amazing. It seemed to have the perfect song for every single moment and just tied together so well. And you can definitely tell the music was created specifically for the movie. Right, right. right. Okay. So I listened to the song called Pink by Lizzo, which was used uh, in the opening of the movie. Yeah. I thought it was really cute. You want to hear it? I'd like to. Here it goes. That's very cute. Super yeah. cute. And what's really hey. fun is that after some moments happen, they kind of have a similar scene to the opening scene, and they play that song again, except she changes the lyrics to fit what happened oh, the previous yeah. day. Oh, so funny. it kind of just continues to play into the bit a little bit. It's That's really, fun. really fun. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yeah. I can't wait to see this movie. Reminiscent in some ways, we're out of time, but of uh, when they made the, oh, gosh, Lego movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The animated movie with Chris Pratt. Um, there was a song, Everything is Awesome. And I know they sound very different, but it sounds like a similar nod of like very self-aware of what we were told to believe about these little toy pieces that we interacted with in our childhood. Kind of cute, kind of fun.
I love it. All right, when we come back, um, did everybody finish Quarterback on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yeah, finished yes. it last night. Yes. Oh, great. I did, too, just last night. So we'll talk about that, and I, I'll see if you can guess. Um, I pointed out to my son, who I watched most of this with, did he notice a difference, kind of a small difference, but I think a meaningful difference between Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins Oh, on the field. I on think, the field. I think I might know what you're See talking about. See if you can about. figure it out. Okay, we'll, we'll dig into that, have a little fun combo about quarterback. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, hello, it's Donna here, a member of Spire Credit Union. You know who else is a member of Spire? Kirk Cousins, who we're going to be talking about coming up here in just a moment. I thought you were going to say me. Uh, are you? Yes. Oh, and Steve, too. And Steve, you got your car loan through Spire. Yeah! Amazing. Well, they've got loans to borrow for any purpose by Steve. Uh, Spire finances newer used vehicles. They make the process super easy. They get the loans done really fast. And they've got low rates to get you more car for your money. You don't have to furnish uh, furnace. Is you don't have to finance with the uh, through the dealer. It's hot in here. That's why I said furnace. Uh, in, fa- in fact, uh, Spire also offers extended warranty plans. They've got better coverage, usually at a lower rate uh, than the dealer. So make sure you ask Spire about that as well. Uh, listen to this. Spire has an auto refinance guarantee where they guarantee to beat your non-Spire um, loan rate or they'll give you 50 bucks. Go to myspire.com for more info. Spire is insured by NCUA and equal housing opportunity. Good morning. Welcome back and thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, college of pop culture knowledge coming up in the next like 12 minutes. And then coming up at 11.30, we've got our cover story game. Yes, that's at 11.30. That's a very very fun game. It's a fun game. It's when... For you. Well, I've never lost. You've never won. But maybe today is your Rocky Balboa story. Maybe I've been Apollo Creed to you this whole time. And it's time for you to finally kill me. Sport talk. Which leads us to our next segment. Quarterback. On Netflix, we've all now seen that. Donna, I'm surprised that you have seen the whole thing because I thought you would have dabbled and said like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's well done. And then moved on. This is the Netflix show that followed Patrick Mahomes, the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota, three different quarterbacks in three very different situations, followed them all last year. Mm-hmm. And you get this great unparalleled behind the scenes access during the season of things that are happening. Um, I thought you would have tapped out. I'm I'm proud of you. I thought I would have as well. Uh, Truth be told, I know nothing about football. So when there were scenes from the game, I get the gist, you know, like, you know, you got to go so many yards per quarter. You got four downs. Yeah, see, I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's very exciting to watch. (laughs) I'd like to watch a football game with you. And I think I I feel like I could tell you and have you understanding it by the end of the game. Oh, my God. I would love that. I could also get, you know, football for dummies. You're going to sit down and read football for dummies? Yeah, no. Okay, never mind. Anyway, um, I loved it. I really did. I loved it because it's a lot more than football, as I had mentioned before. It's about perseverance, determination. Um, how you uh, respond to disappointment and failure. Mm-hmm. It's life. Yeah. You know, the game of football is really basically the game of life. You know, it is a cool thing that um, good coaches teach athletes 
even starting in youth football, that's when it becomes something awesome. Sports is when you have the coach there laying the foundation for what you're going to learn here. You're going to implement in all sorts of other areas of your life. So let's say in the fourth quarter when you're down by a lot, or let's use the Vikings when you're losing 33 to nothing against the Colts, you know, when things are really bad and it seems you've got every reason to just quit and mail it in, you'll have that option waiting for you someday in your marriage, in work, in your friendships, relationships, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Absolutely. I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed learning more about these people rather than just seeing uniforms and a helmet on a field. Now you see the person behind the the uniform be behind the position of quarterback. Right. Your dad, your husband, Mm -hmm. your son. Yeah. You know, your brother. Um, you're a student because they are a student every week. They are studying the crap out of this playbook. I'm so impressed I by football players and their ability so, to maintain a playbook in their head. It, so for people who think, you know, oh, he's a meathead, you know, he probably got by on a scholarship. No, there is a lot of hard work memorizing. There's numbers. There's strategy that has to be studied. And if you're not willing to you know, if you're not up for that challenge, you're not going to be a successful quarterback. Right. And even if you are, you might not be successful. There's a lot of great players out there. Mike, I know you're a football guy. Your thoughts? Yeah, it was incredible. I like any time where, like you said, these concepts that having football being such a big part of my life for so long, these concepts like the perseverance, as you talked about, the studying, the... I think that's one thing we should all take into our lives is the fact that in football, you spend all week long prepping, watching film, doing all the research, doing all the studying, and then you go to perform on the weekend for three hours, and Mm -hmm. that's it. Where life's kind of the opposite, where you're doing all the time and you never take that time to stop and reflect, whether it's prayer or meditation. I think that's so huge to just kind of stop and say, oh, this is what went well. This is how I could do something differently. So Mm -hmm. I think that's huge. And then also just living life one play at a time. Like if you have a bad play and you let that kind of bleed into the next play and then that whole drive is going to be bad, that's a fifth of your game was bad because of one bad play. It's the same thing living your life on a daily basis. If you have one bad thing happen, forget it, move on, and do better the rest of the day, and you'll be able to overcome that. I think those are two big things that they kind of highlight in that show. Well said. It's it's about so much more than football, and these are nice people. Really nice people. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. People with nice families and it's just... Heartbreaking at some points. Yeah, all three of these quarterbacks had very different fates last year. um, Going all the way from the Super Bowl for Patrick Mahomes to getting benched to Marcus Mariota and eventually, you know, traded Um, or signing with another team. Right. I was talking to my son and my nephew. And so my nephew's uh, just turned 16 and my son is about to turn 11. They both play football. I said, you know, guys, throughout the first six episodes, Uh, Six or seven, I've noticed something different, a slight difference between Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins. What have you noticed in in differences? Um, 
Do you think you know what I tried to communicate to them? Um, what I noticed was that one swears a lot more than the other. That is true. Yeah, my uh, my son was a little disappointed in Patrick Mahomes. He he loves Patrick Mahomes, and he was he just kept going like he calls him Petey. Petey Mahomes. He was like Petey. There are other words. <laughs> try flip. Try yes, frick. Yes. Uh, you know, so, especially yeah. knowing that you're mic'd and that you're doing a documentary, you know, you had the you had. I appreciate him saying, you know, being being authentic, though, and not, not trying true. to turn a different performance. No, it wasn't the swearing. OK, I said what I have noticed is and Patrick Mahomes is a great sport. If he loses, he goes and really congratulates the other people. I said that's a great thing to notice and, and follow. But um, Patrick Mahomes, when he celebrates, often says I Kirk Cousins, when he celebrates, says we. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes does a lot of the chest thumping. I'm him. I'm that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yes. And I said, it's just a subtle difference, guys. When you get excited out there on the field is that one person seems to be rooted in. It takes a village. Right. We're all here yes. putting in the time. And they're both very confident in their abilities. But that small little thing, one really claims the spotlight. And one is eager to share the spotlight for all of us. And Mahomes had wee moments, but there were a lot of chest thumping, I'm that guy. I think he moment. was very much in the moment, like, yeah, you know, like, for sure. it worked. And he's been thing. told that from other people, too. You're a stud. You're the best. You know, right. that's that's a bit of the, the communicative culture of pro sports at that level. But I just saw another guy, and I think Minnesota should be very proud of having Kirk Cousins as their oh, quarterback. Oh, for sure. Uh, he really seems like a stand-up guy who works his tail off. Yes. And uh, and I, I, I appreciated it. I walked away saying, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, guys. I'm from Pittsburgh. Minnesota's sort of our adopted NFC team. Yeah. But I said, boy, this really makes me want to root yeah, more same. for the Minnesota Vikings. Same. And seeing the coach, Kevin O'Connell, and how they interact together. And everybody's so nice to one another, and they give each other props. Yeah. There's never like, man, you dropped the ball, you screwed up. It's always like, come on, man, let's go. We yeah. got this. All right, we got to play a game ourselves. 651-641-1071. Call now. You can play Hello. We're back. And so are you. Thank you. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. You know, we still have more to say about quarterback that we didn't get you because we ran out of time. Yeah, so we're going to, right after the game, we have a couple more things, including some something rather superficial that Donna took away, but I happen to notice as well. And so I feel like this is a safe place for us to talk about it. Um, and some other more like meaningful things that, that we took away from it. Um, again, if you haven't seen it, quarterback on Netflix, especially if you're a Minnesota Vikings fan. Oh, you're going to love it. I mean, th- this just fell right into your lap. It's yeah. just going to get you all excited for preseason, uh, which I think rookies just uh, went to camp yesterday. Did they really? Yeah. yeah, it's camp time. Yeah, wow. uh, the vets show up tomorrow. Yeah, so uh, anyway, it's going to get you all excited. So if you haven't watched it yet, quarterback on Netflix. Uh, if you're watching it with a bunch of like kids or littles, there's language in it. Um, and so you can make your determination there. But I just told them, hey, guys, there's some language. So, so let's not repeat everything we see. Exactly. All right, good. Let's play. Okay. Time, time to go to college. 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 It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, and today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge is brought to you by 191 Virtual Academy. Google 191 Virtual Academy to learn more about supporting your child's passion and purpose. Today, 
we're celebrating a birthday. It is a birthday for J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez celebrates her, any guess, first question of the day? 54. 54 is exactly right. Nicely done. Thank you. Nice. Halfway to 108, she'll be on a Smucker's jar at this rate. (laughs) Someday, if if she plays her cards right, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Awesome. And we'd like to say hello to... Jennifer, who's celebrating her 108th birthday. Many viewers may not remember this, but she used to be known as Jenny from the block. You know, that'd be fun. And uh, speaking of fun, we're going to have some fun here playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It was a big week for you last week, Steve. You uh, put some wins together, but don't worry, Donna. You've got an opportunity here to bounce uh, right back. And uh, it's going to be Gretchen on the line joining us today. Hey, Gretchen. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, man, we're so doing good. great. A little better now that you called. You've got a lot of life and energy in your voice. Where are you calling us from, Gretchen? Plymouth. Oh, yeah, right. the Plymouth. Let's get hey, that. Plymouth. What's coming up next in your day? You're going to hopefully win this game, teaming up with one of us. And then what's next for Gretch? Well, I'm going to pull some weeds and tend to my garden and go swimming. Okay, I was going to say, be careful out there. It is, it's going to be hot. Yes, it is. Hey, Gretchen, what, what's your? Uh, have you figured out a solution for these weeds, or is it just we have to go out and pull them every couple of weeks because they're everywhere? Yeah, we just pull the weeds and we and we meditate in the weeds. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yes, yes. Get Love grounded it. in that moment. All right, now it's time for you to decide if you want to team up with Donna or. Steve, uh, what do you say that you just said the topic? Oh, J-Lo. That's right. Jennifer Lopez is our topic today. Uh, Donna or Steve, who do you want to team up with? I'm going with Donna today. All right. All right. Good luck. Gretchen, you're going to go on hold. Steve's going to. I'm scared. Work his way out of the studio. Bye, Steve. All right. Come back with candy. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Jennifer Lopez, 54 years young today. Are you ready to do this, Donna? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. Here we go. Let's get it started with this one. Before hitting it big, J-Lo was a backup dancer for New Kids on the Block and also worked closely with this superstar from a talented family, including an appearance on the video for That's the Way Love Goes. Oh, gosh. Who is uh, That's the Way Love Goes? Janet Jackson? Jennifer Lopez had four number one singles. Name any of them. Jenny from the Block. In 2001, she was the first woman to have the number one album and number one movie in the same week. J-Lo was the album. This rom-com starring Matthew McConaughey was the movie. Uh, uh, Made in Manhattan, maybe? Anything you'd like repeated? Uh, made in Manhattan, made, uh, made for love, made. Because she was a maid and she was in Manhattan. And no, I guess that's as good as it's going to get. All right, Gretchen, we are going to pull you back up here. Uh, we ran through the questions. Uh, you got a chance to hear them. Anything you want repeated? Um, what was... Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We'll run just, through yes, them. So, just generic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the first one, before hitting it big, J-Lo was a backup uh, dancer for New Kids on the Block and also worked with this superstar from a talented family, including appearing in the video for That's the Way Love Goes. Donna said Janet Jackson. I agree Okay, with that. Jennifer Lopez had four number one singles. Name any of them. She said Jenny from the Block. Um, I'm gonna, I think that's right. All right. And in 2001, she was the first woman to have a number one album and a number one movie in the same week. J-Lo was the album. This rom-com co-starring Matthew McConaughey was the movie. Um, the Wedding Planner, I think, maybe. Okay. You want to switch it to The Wedding Planner? 
Well, Sounds? on it, nope. you? She can't, she can't choose. This is all on you, so you can... Okay, I'm the wedding plan. All right, she's going to switch it. We got to switch up. All right, come on, Steve. All right, good job. All right, hey, Steve. Oh, thanks, Steve. Oh, that's very generous. Have you ever got all these Swedish fish fishies? I have yeah. a school of fish. Oh, a school of Swedish fish. Oh gosh, what a wordsmith! That's how right? you do a career of some sells, twenty-five years. Seashells run by the seashore. She, she wait, here we go. Oh, she sells seashells down by the seashore. I don't like this one. Which one? That one that you just said. What about the how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? As I much as a woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. So I've never known the full version. Thanks oh, for doing that. You're welcome. We should Thanks. play Heart and Soul on the piano sometime. All right. More of a Peter Piper guy myself, but whatever. <laughs> um, let's uh, go ahead and do this. It is J-Lo. That is our category today. Uh, Steve, are you ready to, to, uh, to go? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Before hitting it big, J-Lo was a backup dancer for New Kids on the Block and also worked with this superstar from a talented family, including appearing in the music video for That's the Way Love Goes. Janet Jackson. Jennifer Lopez had four number one singles. Name any of them. Pass. The 2001 in 2001, she was the first woman to have the number one album and the number one movie in the same week. J Lo was the album. This rom com, co-starring Matthew McConaughey, was the movie. The Wedding Planner, and I'm going to go Jenny from the Block. Ask that second question again. Jennifer Lopez had four number one singles. Name any of them. I'm going to go Jenny from the Block. Used to have a little, now I have a lot. Know where I came from? Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. All right, I feel decent about those. Well, the listeners know exactly what's going to happen because y'all give the exact same answers. Did uh, we really? <laughs> Janet oh, Jackson man. was the correct answer for the first one. Good job, D-Bone. Now, I will say uh, it was uh, Donna saying Made in Manhattan, which you're right. She was definitely in that movie. The 2001 rom-com co-starring Matthew McConaughey was indeed The Wedding, wedding planner. planner. Good Yay! job, yeah. Gretchen. Thank Gretchen you. actually changed that one. That's a fun movie. That's a good one. It's a good one. Nice job, Gretchen. So with that, it's two and two. And then, of course, you both said the same answer for number two. Here's the thing, though. Not a clean sweep. Jenny from the Block only got to number three. No! Really? Yes. Your wow. acceptable answers were, I'm real. Ain't it funny? Oh, yeah, that was with Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. Mur- it's murder. He used to say that a lot. Go ahead. Sir. Yep, you're good. Yeah, ain't it funny? And then all I have, that one with that little cool J, of course. And then the other one is if you had my love. That was our first number one hit. Oh, wow. So two two tiebreaker time. Oh boy, Gretchen, two, two. get ready. We always go to the tiebreaker, but. Uh, <laughs> Gretchen, now how this works is when you think you know the answer, you yell out your name. I'll stop reading the question, and then you guys will have an opportunity to uh, to answer the question. If you are incorrect, your opponent will get to hear the full question. Are you guys ready? Yes. We're ready. All right, Gretchen, you're, you're on the line as well. Okay, here we go. <sighs> Though it didn't hit number one, the hit On the Floor was her best-selling track ever. A song featuring... Steve. Steve. Pitbull. That is correct. Yeah. It is Pitbull. Mr. 405. Mr. 305. Mr. 305. Uh, 405 is a, a popular interstate in California, which you know jack about, we have determined. <laughs> I know nothing about California. Earlier she asked, Mike, you weren't here yet. She yeah. said, is Los Angeles a big city? I didn't say it like that. But... Also, does it rain there? Yeah. Do people own coats? Uh, hey, Gretchen, um, you lost. Wow. But still, you had fun. Absolutely. Boy, you have such... An effervescent personality. 
I try all the time. Listen, and then she's giggling, too. Everybody needs a Gretchen in their life. Well, listen, Gretchen, thank you for calling. We appreciate you listening to our show. Uh, every day, you guys are awesome. Thanks. Oh, oh God thanks, love you. Gretchen. Thank you so Go much. Go get those weeds. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right, now let's go back to quarterback quickly. Okay. Um, Donna said, we, we were talking about quarterback, the Netflix series last segment. She said, oh, I had so much more to say. I know Mike had more to say. We need to say more. And I said, all right, well, but what, what do we want to talk about? And she started with the Her, most superficial thing. Okay, I just said the one, one big takeaway for me is that Kirk Cousins has chapped lips. <laughs> Thank you. No, I didn't notice this until last night's episode. And they show the same the same video footage as in like all of the episodes, this right. interview footage. I don't know why it just dawned on me, but you know I love chapstick. I have it all the time. I'm addicted to it. If I yeah, feel yeah, that yeah. it's not on my person, I feel like I'm naked. Yeah, and I think if you're aware of your own lips, then you're aware of other people's lips. So I just feel like, yeah, he could he could nail down a, a, a nice, quick, sizable endorsement from our friends at Chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> he's dreamy though. Everybody thinks he's oh, so dreamy. He's so adorable. And his wife is so lovely beautiful. and just these beautiful little kids and Yeah, no, very just a lovely sweet family. You know what I liked? I liked watching him make the fire with his son after a game. Me too. I like seeing I liked watching Patrick Mahomes put one of his kids to sleep when he was having like a little party at his house after a game. I like seeing that instant uh is dichotomy the right word or or maybe the instant dissonance, let's call it, of you're there under the lights, millions of people watching you, and now you're changing a diaper. Same or night. now you're reading yeah. a story. Same night, hours later. It felt very um, just interesting to see that. And getting back to um, this being more than just football, the first time I realized that football was more than just a game was when I watched the documentary by Kenny Chesney called Boys of Fall. Mm. And that has Peyton Manning, Bill Parcells, John Madden, Joe Namath. Oh, I might love this. Um, Yeah, this is from 2001. And I watched it and I was like, oh, I get it now. I get why everyone's so into football, especially people who have played football and the understanding. And then after watching that, yeah. Boys of Fall. Oh, he's got. This is a song. This is the song, "The Boys of Fall." Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I would have made a ballad out of it. Yeah, I believe that's, you could probably find the movie The Boys of Fall streaming somewhere. But the other thing that really moved me, and I'll tell you this very quickly because we're up against the clock. My uh, sister's husband died while her kids were, the oldest one was 19. Mm -hmm. And then there was, you know, high school and middle schoolers. And my nephew played football. And... It was, it was, it was, you know, kind of a very unexpected situation. We're at the funeral hall and all of a sudden I see a kid walk in with a jacket, a football jacket Mm -hmm. on. And I'm like, oh, that must be one of John's teammates. And then another one Mm -hmm. and then another one and another one and another one. And then there must have been 
40 kids with football jackets who all walked in to pay their respects, followed by the coach. Mm, Wow. And you know that the coach was probably behind this saying, hey, we're all doing this together for our teammates. Yeah, that's awesome. Totally moved me. So... Got new respect for football. Well, yeah, and you know, to 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 go off of that, I think why you find out so many people, and you know, stereotypically, your the the men in your life can seem like oh, they're just sitting around watching football, right. or going to the games or tailgating. But those are often such shared experiences where whether you're on the couch or at the stadium, very often a son is watching these games with his father, right, and it becomes this real like shoulder to shoulder time together, right. You know, so yeah, right. it's a pretty powerful thing. Um, All right, now let's take a break, and we'll tell you why if you bought certain cookies from Trader Joe's, careful, they probably have rocks in them. What? That when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, hi, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, I've learned a lot about personal injury cases from my friend Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. One of the things that I learned was how a low-speed car accident, for example, can absolutely dramatically change someone's life. And at Bradshaw and Bryant... No, they can't change what happened, but uh, their experienced personal injury attorneys, they they will work really hard to help you obtain financial compensation you deserve. Now, clearly that settlement can't undo what happened, but it can definitely provide things that uh, you need to cover medical bills, lost wages, future rehab costs, not to mention compensate you for your pain, suffering, your emotional distress. I have learned from Mike how important it is to seek medical attention right away following a collision and then get a hold of a personal injury attorney. You can do that very easily. Find Mike at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. And we're back. Hello. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is here with bad news. Regarding food. Especially if you shop at Trader Joe's. You know, do you think we could pull over up on the left a couple? Yeah, it should be the next turn. We could pull into that drive through. Right, hold on, let me put my blinker on. Here we go. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Oh, man, what? Uh, well, apparently. There was like a Trader Joe's cookie that had some rocks in it. Oh, no, that's not good. Speaking of rocks. What? I'm going to pull a Steve right now. I got nailed with a rock in my windshield. Oh, Like nailed. Oh, Donna. Big hole. Big, big hole. Very big. So strong. (laughs) Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, thanks for your your sympathy. Yeah, I know. It's a good story. Thanks. Trader Joe's is letting customers know that some of its cookies could include uh, a little bit of added crunch due to the fact that there could be some rocks in these two different types of almond cookies. They are Trader's Trader Joe's almond windmill cookies. Oh, they sound good. With sell by dates. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean they sound good? I, I just like, said the word windmill. I know, but you said almond, and I love almond anything. You do almond. You know, there are are almond people and there are almond people. And you do almond, like A-H-M-O-N-D. And I do A-L. Maybe that's why this show works. (laughs) Trader Joe's almond windmill cookies with sell-by dates between 1019 and 1021. 
and Trader Joe's dark chocolate chunk and almond cookies, which have a sell-by date of 1017 to 1021. Point of reason why I mention these October sell-by dates, if yours don't have those, you're good to go. But otherwise, if you do have those cookies, there could be some rocks in there. Okay, don't eat. Don't eat them. No, bring them back. If you if you have uh, any of those almond cookies and you're like, wow, these almonds are just like a little crunchier than normal, Hal. Try these. They're, they're, you might be biting a rock. Yeah. And then you'll end up at the dentist and then it'll be a huge bill. There you go. You don't have enough money in your HSA. It's a whole thing. Boy, the HSA is a real interesting thing that we won't spend time talking about here on a <laughs> pop culture radio station. Okay, great. Uh, the number one junk food in the state of Minnesota is Starburst. Hmm. Well, I can appreciate that it's not a chocolate candy. Okay. I can as well, Queen. I like that it's not. It's always Reese's. Oh, it's Reese's peanut butter cups. It's I a like little them. dated. It's a little dated. But I'm. I could get down with that. I just don't, and we have Starburst, and our kids like Starburst, so I feel like I see Starburst more often than a lot of people, but I still don't see them all the time, and so I felt a little surprised with this. M&M's was the number one junk food for Wisconsin. Um, it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, it, it just, that just seems like a very it, bizarre it, thing. This is Google Trends data. It helps you determine the top three junk foods in every state, uh, and overall, Starburst got the most Love, followed by not a candy and junk food. So it can be candy, it can be, you know, sweets, chocolates, or chips. This sort of chip, although technically it's not a chip, it's a potato crisp, came in second for junk food. Mike already knows, Donna. Is it like a cheese crisp? No, it's like a chip that has a different sort of a shape to it. Bugles. No, it comes in a tube. Pringles. Pringles. Those are good. Yeah, they are good. I don't even know if they're real potato chips. They're not. They're potato crisps. That was what I just said. I know, but what do you think it's made from? Like We got to get to the bottom of this. What's in there? I don't know. Little potato shards. And it's probably just not a chip. It's a crisp, but it's still potato. I don't know. Why am I suggesting that it's like a pure potato sliver that we're eating? I'm sure it's all sorts of stuff. Miguel? Uh, potato flakes, oh. cornstarch, and water all mixed together, then rolled flat into a sheet. Wow, this does not sound nope. great. Cornstarch is in a ton of stuff. Yeah. I would like to see cornstarch in the raw, in its native state, unmarried to any other ingredients to make something. What does cornstarch look like? Could I just go and purchase uh, cornstarch it, at the store? Yeah. It, really? it comes like in a little can. Mm-hmm. Like baking soda would come in a box, mm-hmm. or sometimes baking powder comes in a can. Okay, comes in a little can, a little can, and you use it to you know make cookies, things like what that. Is it a thickening agent? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Great the question. Last thing I need. Um, <laughs> I have a a suggestion, a recommendation. If you like funyuns and mm-hmm. you like potato chips. And you want to marry the two. <laughs> Lay's has wavy Funyuns onion flavored chips that are amazing. Lay's wavy what? Lay's wavy Funyuns potato okay. chips. Okay. Now, this is interesting. 
My wife, I would, I am intrigued by this. I would like to try it. My wife is a big fan of Funyuns. I scoff at them because of their odd shape, shape and texture. Well, they're shaped like an onion ring. Is that what they're supposed to be shaped? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, you're probably right. Huh. Well, Pappy, no likey, no matter. All it's right. origin story. I like a crisp. I like. I want to bite into a chip. Oh gosh, I could go for chips and dip right now. Chips and dip. Can't help you. anybody. Hell of a good dip. Top the tater. Top the tater is a classic. Have you had hell of a? I don't think I have. Oh, it was so fun when we found out about it. Because then, as a kid, we could say "hell of a good dip," and we was licensed uh, to say good. it. Here's another um, really, really good dip. Yeah, Baba's Dilly Dill Hummus. They're about to open a store somewhere, like a brick and mortar, and then we're going to see them. They, I, I hope they're still right across from us at the state fair. Oh, me too. Just down the way. Yeah, in that classic Airstream yeah. van. So, so cool. cool. You're like my best friend. I think that we work together. Oh my god, I, you're uh, like, you're like. Don't I, say it again. I'm like Barbie, but no, you're like no. Midge. Who's Midge? <laughs> <gasps> well, you're gonna have to do some googling now, aren't you? Is Midge a boy? Nope. Hang on. I don't see gender. <laughs> Midge is a friend. Oh yeah, with the redhead, with the little the oversized curlers. There you go. All right, we got to go. Uh, when we come back, Mike is going to have a dirt alert, and then we'll get his review on both Oppenheimer and Barbie. That's when we come right back.